this diamond ring doesn't shine for me anymore. And this diamond, you that's my, because what has going to happen is that I am starting a career as a lounge singer. We don't have the money to buy that this song. This diamond ring, what we is it? We can't purchase that. No, that's that. A, not the same song. You're thinking of a different song. Well, you're singing it the same. No, this, we, and we do have the money. We don't have no, any no, no. Money. This podcast is doing the numbers. Do you know the what, revenue? Do you know what numbers are? No. <laughs> yeah, that's actually they count. They count upwards. I don't understand. Well, it start. They start at one, and then they just keep <laughs> no, going no, no, up. no, 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 no. It's, it's like, like a, a, no, no. It's like it's like it's like when you're dieting. The low number is the number you want. The low number means that you have less of the weight of the world on your shoulders. Well, I'm a block of paint. You have created the ultimate delusional thought to. Do Make your pay? life seem. Wait a minute. So, so we would have to pay the people that wrote that song. We're. I'm paying people. I'm paying the listeners. <laughs> what? What? I, I give each listener of this podcast five dollars. Oh you didn't know god. that? No. Oh, this is a fucking hellhole. Oh my god! This. Is... I sold my house. I sold we my don't... car. I have nothing left. <laughs> we don't. All I have is your, all. I, I just have an audience. Your business model is suspect. Yeah, but it's going to take off. That's just going to turn oh around. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. At some that. point, I'm going to ask for it back. This diamond ring. We'll be right back. Oh, Walk in the room. <laughs> Um, Greg, like if I sing short pants for fatty, then the band gets paid. Uh, short pants for fatty. Well, I guess that's singing. So, <laughs> um, you know what I say on the new record? What? Sweater up. I mean, that's terrific. <laughs> it's good. Because when we exchange emails with mm-hmm. people, you and I in a business email yeah. and your signature is sweater up. Yeah. It makes you look like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> Just so you know, no, it, you no. look like a crazy person. <laughs> Everyone else is like, hey, do you want to meet here? What about we do it here? Can you meet at this time? Sweater <laughs> up! Like it's a fucking <laughs> lunatic involved in the conversation. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's, I'm not sure if it's laugh worthy. <laughs> Sweater sure. up! Okay. Sweater up! Atta girl. So... Um, Somebody wrote me back once, like a person I didn't know very well. Don't tell me what to do. What? Yeah, Who? that's what the response oh, with the sweater, sweater up was. Yeah. Oh well, that's a legitimate. And don't tell me when to dress. That's a legitimate <laughs> response to <laughs> yeah, that fucking shoe on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Put her pop, pants. Pop, pop. Yeah. Get a shirt. <laughs> Yeah, you're a fucking moron. Get a shirt, by the way. Yeah. At the Estoy Go. Oh. We also have uh, um, the Flophouse. We talked about that last time. I just want to make sure. we did Shit, they're selling a ton of them. Just stop listening yeah, to their are. podcast. They are. Hey, Flophouse listeners, listen to us. Yeah, Flophouse, uh, that is a, a film podcast, yeah. and they are on the All Things Comedy Network, and they now have shirts in Estoy yeah. merchandise, along with our shirts and our merchandise. Yeah, why don't people, you know, get yourself... I feel like people stop buying uh, Shame Chamber shirts. Like you guys just went. I feel like, like you oh, stopped buying this. the walking the walking the room. Well, maybe that's because they all have shirts and there's no new listeners. Did you ever think about that? <laughs> that ever- well, there's still plenty of walking the room um, zombie dead shirts. Like the zombie yeah. shirt is sitting there on the shelf. I mean, it's not like there's a lot sitting on the there's shelf. There's a few more than we thought there would be. Like we got you way got- more excited about it than the public. <laughs> and we were not prepared for the how lemons was going to go. Lemons went like crazy. Yeah. And nopes are still there. Yeah, we still got nopes. And we got a lot of women sizes now and tanks. Get those tanks before the summer ends. But you uh, know, we have with global clamps? warming not happening, you don't have to worry about it. You'll never have to wear a tank. Dad. Why? <laughs> it's so crazy. So By the way, you know, like true and mighty, you're going to go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So people didn't. First off, we're going to have this conversation from inside an igloo. No. And they'll say, or underwater, probably underwater. No, that's not not what's going to happen. You're going to have that conversation where we're in a pit and all of the uh, kids who, or our children who know what we did to the earth are going to be pissing and shitting on us (laughs) because they're going to keep us in the hole where we belong. (laughs) Because we've done a bad, bad thing. I know, we have. By the way, my dad, I remember I brought up the other day that he sent me an email, and yeah. I responded with just like, you're a fucking moron. Uh, I didn't actually read it, and then I ended up going back and reading it, and it was actually a, oh, it was actually from a normal website, like an actual an explanation of why there's water at the North Pole. It wasn't like a denial website. 
Oh, it wasn't a denial yeah. on the website. I mean, I never went back to him and told him that because you owed him one anyway. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need. He's good. We have a relationship where he sends me emails <laughs> and I go go fuck yourself and then where he's trying to dissuade you. No, he wasn't even trying to dissuade me. It was just information. It wasn't even it. a. It wasn't even a denial website. But when you cry wolf, you get right. a certain response. So he's right, right, enough right. times he's done, done that it enough times that he should know he's not allowed. He's not allowed to have that conversation with right. Him. It's the same reason I don't talk to Does clowns about murder. Does your dad have birther day parties? <laughs> <laughs> Happy birther day. Hey, you guys want to come over and deny shit? I love that Trump's still on that. That's awesome, too. Like, on, I love that those guys aren't letting it go. Well, why would you? I mean, if you were rich, you keep on with it because all of your investments are about, about you know, making money off of shit that destroys the environment. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, that's my scientific. I rode view. down. I rode down to. I uh, drove down. To, uh, I drove up to San Francisco with the drummer uh, who played in the uh, with the Monarchs. Tom Polchi was our drummer for. The, Nobody uh, cares about his name. Not even him. Guy. Not even him. He was a smart guy though, and he's like, "Look, here's the reality: all these people just have to die. That's yeah, all. they just have to die." He goes, "It's like he goes. Here's how the record industry is going to be good: all those fatsos that." that just can't deal with the fact that they don't get to have their fucking Porsches anymore, have to die yeah. for the new model to happen. So we're literally just waiting for people to die. So I, you probably won't live to see the new, you'll never get to see the new platforms because all those people have to die. And a lot of those people are around our age. A lot of the deniers are oh, around our age. They're mostly older. The majority of deniers are older. There's a us. lot of deniers in but, there. But those people are always, there's not a lot. There's, I mean, there's on enough, the, in the world, to make there's news. not a lot. Enough to sway the vote. Well, there's just Fox News talking about it. No one else. No, but it's enough for the rest of the Republican Party to go, well, I'm, I'm not saying he's wrong. No, most of them don't believe it anymore. The majority of the Republican Party do not believe that it's not happening. They're on board now. It's just the rich guys. That's it. That's all, who, that's all who's left. The rich guys telling other rich guys. That's it. No one else. No one else is on board. The farmers have been watching their farms turn to dust. It's not. No one's on board anymore. The majority. You say and Even that. in Texas. Even in Texas, the majority now believe in global warming. Here's even what I say. in fucking Texas. How do you Texas, know they're not farming dust? Well, I mean. How look, do you know that's not a crop? My family <laughs> very wisely invested in field dust <laughs> a long fucking time ago. So. We are, oh my God. if I can say, rolling in it. Yeah, that's dude. the term I'm going to, because because now in schools, they're serving field dust with lunches. What are those sacks that you put up, you stack up when there's a flood? What a are ball called? sack? No, not ball sacks. <laughs> but those are a wise investment, too. What are, the, what are those sacks that they put up, you know? When you know when, when there's a I'm flood, sure, I'm pretty sure they just call them sacks. No, 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 but the, no, no. There's like a they're they're Is called there a something. Technical name for that you, yeah, like oh, when you're trying to fortify a wall. What are those called? I think when they're you, called wall sacks fortifying of, sacks. <laughs> oh Listen, just I don't know the name of them, flood but insurance. it's your idea, and you've come up with another vague story <laughs> <laughs> of which you don't actually have a specific name for something. Do you know how What's many people yelled? Do you know how many people literally were just as soon as the podcast hit? Yeah. Emails and oh, posts sure. and DMs. Do vague stories. Roger Clemens. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Clemens, Clemens, yeah, Clemens. Everyone, but we yeah. neither of us could think of it. No, I can't. That's really it. your area. No, that's yeah. really your area. Because you that is your area. Hold, hold your dick up. Because. <laughs> oh, do you want to look at? Because you said he was a Red Sox, and I think of him as a Yankee because he was on the Red Sox for a little Who while. Gives a shit. And then he, he was a Tampa drug Bay, addict. And then he went to the Yankees. Fuck you. You got to fucking come out with the facts, bitch. <laughs> I mean, do you think of Barry Bonds as a pirate? No, but that's basically what you did. You basically, <laughs> Barry Bonds started his career with the Pirates, and Roger Clemens started his career with the I don't Red Sox. I didn't follow You it just made my argument. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Welcome to Vague Ideas. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, if I only knew how to podcast by myself. You're barely a human. I would describe you as barely a human. What are they called? Like, there's a, there's a name for them. What are what called? <laughs> the sacks. Flood, oh. flood bags? Flood sacks. There has to be a word. I'm sure for that. there is a name, but I'm I'm not interested. Dave, go get the blank. There's you're, a flood you're coming. Pointing, you're putting in a bed. <laughs> go get the beds. I'd like to get in that bed. How great would it be if we did when a, a podcast flood from a bed no, like the, like, no. like I was Lennon and Yoko? I was moving completely let's away do, from that. Let's do a bed. <laughs> no. We could do it live. We could do a live Yoko. It's Dave. like we're in bed almost. 
I mean, as far as the audience also wanted to go to sleep, <laughs> I might agree with that. Uh, we should bring up that we are doing a live streaming live streaming video podcast on the 23rd of yeah, August. this Friday with Patton Oswald and Chris Hart. I mean, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Fairbanks. Chris Hard Fairbanks. <laughs> Hardly Chris Fairbanks. <laughs> Talking bad, ta- uh, walking, walking, talking, nerdist, uh, um, new show on Comedy Central, Chris, Chris Hart. Hey, is there anything you're not doing? <laughs> what are you not so, doing? So, uh, so here's the deal. It will be 9 p.m. on the 23rd Pacific from Standard Los Time. Angeles, so Pacific Standard Time, which means in Melbourne, it'll be 2 p.m. on Saturday. Yep. Uh, and it's supposed 6 to be 6 p.m. in Hawaii. And if you're in Hawaii, that's the right time to come in from the sand on the fucking HI. Come on out over and, uh, um, you know, roll around in the sand, come grab a listen coconut to a podcast, listen grab a to coconut, it on your coconut, do some meth if you're in Honolulu. Yeah, ice, um, ice, do some ice. Uh, just get your get your shit on it, grind your teeth, and check us out. <laughs> oh my god, I come in with a grind. Now, here's the other thing. Uh, we'll be there. There will be three items that we'll be auctioning off during the show. One of Greg's ears. <laughs> so one of my ears. <laughs> uh, one of my shits. Uh, uh, a suggestion for another podcast to listen to, um, <laughs> and an old mattress that we have left over from the Greg Barron show that we were going to give to a woman who didn't have any food. Um, so uh, she hasn't got enough food to eat. We nope. gave her a mattress. Nope. Yeah, so go over to it's Laughster and uh, and, and we should be on the front there, and you can go over there. And the way it works is because some people are confused by it. You buy uh, credits on the site, and then you use those credits to buy a ticket, or you can bid on the three uh, rewards we're giving away. And the rewards are we're we're gonna do a ten minute. If you win, we do a ten minute personal podcast to you. To you, you can tell us you. what you, you want us to topics. talk about. It's only 10 minutes. So it's basically like a segment of our show. Um, and uh, we'll make that personally for you. Now, what you do with it afterwards is your own business. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself at that point. Yeah. And I then, mean, it's um, like we're sending you a pair of our dirty panties. If you want to wear them around, that's your business. Is that, which does that make sense? Me, which brings me to reward number two, which is a dirty pair of my panties. <laughs> um, is, reward uh, number two is that uh, I, Angelo and I will make you a t- your own custom T-shirt, one of a kind, one of a kind. So you'll we'll collaborate, or you'll have a design, or you can you can have something. Um, maybe we'll get uh, uh, Paul Armstrong to if you if there's like there's something from one of the shows that you like that you think should be a T-shirt. Um, you can even decide on that, and then we will make a screen for you, uh, and we will make you a T-shirt. We'll send you a couple of them, and uh, and you'll be the only person to have that T-shirt. And then the third one is if you live in the continental United States, I will call you on your phone and just tell you to fuck off. Uh, or I can, if you live outside the continental U.S., I can do that via Twitter or email. If that breaks two hundred dollars. If the bidding goes past $200. I didn't agree on anything you're about to say. I will call you to uh, talk you down. (laughs) So I'll be there. Like if Dave calls you, whatever Dave Dave says, and and that you take, I'll be able to say, you know, you're still a good person. And I think you got a lot to offer. So what would you call that? What's my end of the deal? I think if I call you up, I'm going to say, hey, this is party boy Anthony. Go fuck yourself. Right. So you're you you're calling for a beating, and I'm calling for a healing. I'm but that's only if it goes over two hundred. I'm terrifying humans. It's a terrorism. That's call. A, what's a verbal beatdown? It's an emotional terrorism. It's phone a call. it's a verbal beatdown. Well, whatever you want to call it, uh, I call it giving away. Part hey, motherfuckers! Of my soul. I don't know if this is for sure, but I may be going to Sydney in October for the Just for Last. Jesus Fest. Christ! You and your you and your half commitments. I know. Hey, you guys, I might be going to Alaska sometime. <laughs> hey, you guys, I might be playing for the Dodgers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so all that's happening. So, you know, go on over. You can you can buy um, you can buy your ticket now for the live podcast. We're going to see if this works. If it works, we'll be able to do it. If no one does it and comes, then we won't do it again. Um, but uh, but it's got to be Los like... Los Angeles, get your ass out there and let's let's have a... Let's have a show, you guys. Let's have a show. Yeah, and let's, yeah, if you live here, definitely let's come fuck down. things up over at uh, over at the meltdown and buy some t-shirts. Um, and then the other thing I want to say is uh, the volunteer forms are up for LA Podfest. 
So you can go and sign up to be a volunteer. And also, you can buy tickets if you would like to come. You get a discount at the hotel, the Sheridan Dolphina in, in Santa Monica. There's going to be an after party on Sunday night with food and booze and whores and meth and dogs you can fuck and Pee Wee Herman. Those seem like the wrong. And there will be an archer who's going to shoot random people. Mm -hmm. There's going to be bare knuckle boxers not boxing each other. They're going to be walking around (laughs) punching people (laughs) in their goddamn face. Yeah, uh, there's going to be clowns with with butcher knives who will cut off people's fingers. Love it. We're going to free 94 pigeons in the room. Here's the other thing, too. Uh, come down and win some bees. <laughs> We've got jars full of live bees. You can win bees uh, and raise chickens. So that's that's something that we're doing. And we'll give away a satchel full of eyes. We, Human <laughs> eyes. Yeah. I'm going to head down to the uh, Los Angeles morgue. I'm going to break it in the middle of the night. I'm going to take all the eyes out of all the bodies. I'm going to put them in a satchel. We're going to give them away. Yep. It's called a pod fest. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. We just added a new uh, podcast called Crab Fest, which from what I understand is very similar to ours. They just tell stories. Although I wouldn't call this a story. I call this a bullshit We haven't told a story in about 400 episodes. Because you don't fucking come to the game anymore. I've never had, like, your expectation of me, it's like you expect me to show up and be black. I've never had a story. I've barely had a story. I mean, we can count them on one hands. I come scattershot. What I've decided to do is give myself a break and realize I'm not bringing stories, but what I'm bringing is super good energy, right? <laughs> Jesus I mean, you said right? that out loud. I still, it's, I still spout golden awesome. It's like like doing- a grit and a grit and then people fucking love it, dude. It's like doing a podcast with a wet bag of stupid. <laughs> that's how it feels. And that should be the name of our podcast. Welcome to a wet bag of stupid. I mean, that that's probably our book. <laughs> we do it. Aud- we how about this? It. You know, at some what point if we released only an audio book. Like we wrote a book, but then we only released it audio. So it's kind of like a podcast. Isn't that a podcast? We write it. We write it. Well, how about this? We write it. How about you write the book and I come over and read it every once in a while and then you just put it up? Amir and I are going to record our audio book for It's Just a Fucking Date. And I would love it if you were there just going, okay, get it. Blair, 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 date, date, date. Can I ask you a question? How does that work as far as... Who, do, who reads what? You switch off every sentence? Do you read together in unison? Yeah, we just usually take... I mean, we ha- both have our own chapters, and then we both have our own segments of the book. So you switch off in, in the chapters. Book. We switch off in the book, and then by, when then the letters, I'll read the letters, she'll read the answer. So, blah, blah, blah. so when you actually go in to read it, like she's not sitting there on a stool listening to you, do it. You go in at separate times and do it. Yeah. Yeah, like when Liz and I did the book the first time, we went and did it separate times. I think Amir and I did it separately. I can't, no, we must have been together, but we do it. Yeah. And, and when you finish a cha- like a chapter, like so you, you finish a chapter and, and you, you go like, what I, when I finish a chapter, that, I lay down because I'm super tired. Shit. You say like, follow that shit. Good luck following that. Good luck. I just fucking nailed that. Chapter. I talk for a living. Have you heard my poodle cast? Barely. I it would say barely. you barely talk for a living. <laughs> it's kind of true. I just sort of spit As out a ideas. Fact, I think that should be the name of your biography. I barely talk for a living. Barely talking with Greg Barron. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Vague ideas is also good. Um, oh, I sh- I'm going to now. I can make an announcement about my job. All right, because I'm working now. Well, I'll be working in a couple weeks. So uh, I am working on the Mark Maron show as a writer. That's awesome. I just closed the deal today. It's fantastic. You know what's really funny is well, the, what's really funny is it hasn't been picked up for a second season. Well, that is the weird thing. So that's strange. <laughs> Do you know that I had a job like that? My first writing job, Mark Rivers and I were writing partners, and uh, uh, my buddy Mark Rivers and I, and we got a job writing for a sketch show that had not been picked up for a second season, and we wrote a bunch of sketches, and then one day they went, "Yeah, we're not doing this." <laughs> and we'd spent a lot of time. We'd spent a lot of time out at that. Out at, out at the, uh, it was a sketch show for, um, it's called Random Play, and it was one season of it on uh, VH1. It was oh, like yeah, a, I remember like that. A yeah. music sketch show. Hey, congratulations, by the way. On? Uh, you just got hired on Columbo. <laughs> My God, I will. Like, we, I will get those jobs. Yeah. You're not supposed to hire people until the show exists. I, what I like to do is pay for a lawyer to already look at a contract and then not get the job. <laughs> 
So you still owe me because uh, I negotiated the contract, but there's no job. Well, yeah, but you should have thought not, about that. That's not my fault. <laughs> you should have been on top of that shit. Yeah, that seems like that would be your responsibility. That's really fucking weird. Isn't that crazy? And yeah. we wrote for like three or four weeks, and they're like, yeah, no, we're picking it up. Well, here's a bag of sketches. Oh my so one God. of them turned into the movie that Mark and I wrote that we yeah, actually tell, Why don't you tell people about the movie? I so we wrote, a, I we wrote a movie called um, Troll Warriors of Prague. Uh, and right now, everyone is thinking, of course you did. <laughs> and it was, it was, a, it was about mm-hmm. monsters from below, mm-hmm. from the, from, from below the surface of the earth. Go on. That came to the surface uh-huh. to destroy the world with their molten rock metal. Oh, I was going to say, it's but like people Pacific just thought Rim. They were, but people thought they were just a bad costume band. Because they were a terrible band. Oh, yeah. But they ended up starting a costume rock scene in right. the small town of Azusa, California. And then Lizard, uh-huh. a band that was even closer to the surface of the oh, earth, yeah. came up. And they actually threatened to destroy the world with their molten rock. And so there was a fight between Lizard and Troll. And of course, in the end, Troll wins out. And when are you going to sue Pacific Rim? <laughs> I know. Really soon. I mean, that it is... It is Pacific Rim. How did your... It's also it's also you... almost famous. Uh... <laughs> so it's, it's a couple of those. It's Pacific Rim. That's how we pitched it. Even though we didn't know about the future, yeah. we said it's Pacific Rim meets almost famous. Um, it's also the, the story of the Rolling Stones. Uh, on a lot of levels so we but that is actually how i got an agent and that's how that agent and that agent is the one that hooked me up with the with the uh uh, with the book agent that uh hooked me up uh with the with he's so all of your troubles can be traced back to that script i think birth my birth that all my troubles can can be my troubles are not so bad these days you know uh, not a whole lot's happening in my career but whole but not a whole lot's not happening in my career like i've been doing a lot of (laughs) stand-up And I've been playing a lot. The record's really good. And as soon as I have an announcement about when it comes out, it's we're, we've just been. Is this supposed to be out already? We've been working with the publicist, and they're like, they're like, and then Side One Dummy's been helping. So there's people that are like, wait, 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 let us join the party. So Volkswagen. I mean, Volkswagen has said no. I don't uh-huh. understand. We're a we make cars. And I said, why not make a record? I heard Seth Meyers was gonna have a band on his show, and then when he heard you were looking for a band. <laughs> He decided not to. He decided to personally stop listening to music. Like that's his reaction was he stopped listening to music. No, what has happened was we made the record and it came out really well, really good. And we were about to put it out, and then our publicist said, "Hang on, I think there's a couple places where I think you guys we can put you guys in the fall." And then what does that mean? You mean to release it? Yeah, where like, it works and, better oh, she's, against. She's so like, you're no, not up she, against other uh, surf. It was more. It was more. It was more like. It was more like she felt like there were places we could get press. Right. She was like, "If you hold this, I think there's places where we can get press. So let's not rush it. You don't have a record company. Let's let." And she goes, "And I think there's a couple. There's a couple. I don't know. Whatever. A couple moves we can make. Yeah. And then I think it's the guys inside one dummy have been like, you know, just let us hear it first. And I so, wouldn't. Anyway, it doesn't gonna, matter. The, the point is, that's only gonna hurt it's you. going well. We did a photo shoot the other day Ooh. for the record cover. The model was fucking outrageously hot. It was a lot of fun. I, but I, I will say, I think it's a weird choice to just do a photo shoot with a model in your asshole. Well, it was a model airplane. <clears throat> what had happened was, it, the album is, it, we changed the name of it. Um, what? Yeah, and it's called Stutka's Over My Butthole. And, what? Uh, yeah, and then it's just a, it's a model of a Stutka. Uh-huh. I mean, you took us down this path. I, I don't want, want you to here. be... I was playing some yes and, and I hate myself. <laughs> I, I don't want to be here. I don't like what I just said. That's not what the record's called. Uh, we'll be right back with more Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> like a human didgeridoo yep i am by the way when, when, i'm an emotional uh, didgeridoo when greg gets down to australia bring him out a didgeridoo and play it for him because he's super into them yeah 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 like bring him into the room yep and when i come out like a you know like trumpets like when they blow trumpets for a king you just i come out and then you guys just didgeridoo until you didgeridoo not I mean, I'm not going to be involved in any conversation in which you refer to yourself as a king. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I'm the king. 
King Gregors. So I went to. So I would like to set, thank everybody that came out. Um, I would like to Sunday morning at twelve o'clock to what? see a fucking rock show. So we played. At, we played the Rainy Monarchs. Went to San Francisco to play Bring the Rock at the Outside Lands, which Festival. is the show you do. Yeah, which is a show I do where um, uh, people come up, they tell rock stories, they tell mm-hmm. a story about their lives that involves rock and roll, and then they do a cover with the band. They mm-hmm. play a song, or the band creates a song for them, or whatever. Um, I did one, right? Uh, yes, you did do one. Yeah, I think You've I did done one. two. I think. I think I've only done one. I gotta do it again. Yeah. So we, it's so it's a again. great show. It's, it's a really good show, and um, people showed up at noon, which is when we started. Which is that's the, a great the, time a to terrible rock. Terrible time. That's but, when I like to get up but and just. I don't know if you've been to this this outside lands. It's the same people that put on Bonnaroo. I disagree with outside they had, stuff. Well, here's a great thing. It was in this old like circus tent wooden thing that opened up that was like so it was like having a club it was literally like a club it was circular was there a roof there seats on the or was floor, it a there was tent a roof, was it a tent there roof? Was like, but it was made of wood so it was a tent it was like a it was a collapsible i don't tent. think I, are you sure were you there i'm not sure there's probably somebody there that could explain it better but the way it opened up was it was circular and then there were banquettes all the way around and then on the floor they just had seating and so people came in it was packed. But the tent was made out of wood? Is that yeah. what you're telling me? Yes. Because what it, you're describing is not a tent, it's a house. It, But it folds up like a tent and then they put it on a truck and drive it away. So it's a foldy house. Well, they called it a tent. Oh, is it a foldy house? I mean, that's what well, it sounds... They didn't use the term. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Were they anyway, saying it was, were they saying it was like an old school tent like that's what tents used to be or is it like a hipster tent because it sounds like a hipster tent Well there was something super hipster about it like it was I mean it looked like the kind of thing that a curly cue mustache person would hang it out in It sounds like you went to a steampunk circus There I mean you're not missing the genre at all like that there was a steampunkish Was feel there to an it. elephant made out of metal No but there was an elephant taking tickets Was there <laughs> did did you have to talk into like one of those horns? Well, here's the thing. I I'm came, Greg Burnt. I came in a flying car with Dick Van Dyke. Oh my god! So, I didn't even know that was real. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's terrific. Yeah, that's really terrific. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, he, hey. Uh, but hey, Scott Ackerman. Hey, hey, wait. That's terrific. And you're fucked. Up. <laughs> so I had a really, I had a really good crew of people on the show. Uh, Matt Bronger. And oh, he's Dave funny. Hill. Dave Hill told you. Know I've Dave never Hill? seen Dave Hill. Fuck, you'd love. You'd actually really like him. Yeah. He told. He told a story about calling a prison himself and asking if he could perform there. <laughs> and he talks about how he just went in the phone book and found the most prisony prison, and he yeah. went to Sing Sing. What? And then he talks about how, like, Dave was days before he was like, "What the fuck have I done?" Wait, and he just called them up and they yes, said yes. yes. Yeah, he's like, what you, the fuck. Do you know him at all? Like he does no. on the I know street he interviews. Crazy this, shit. He's fucking great, but he's also like the sweetest guy. And he also has a band called Valley Lodge. They're just a legitimate rock band that play. They play. They're actually rock, actual and they band. go. They go to. Yeah, it's like real. It's like it's not I a mean, comedy. Well, you thing. said you said a legitimate rock band, and then you said glam rock. So there's a little bit of confusion on my <laughs> on my end. <laughs> it's like the music's sort of like the sweet and the raspberries, whatever. And they play all over okay. Japan, and and then wait, so they're good. So did you anyway, say all over so, Japan? Yeah, they play all over Japan. Really? Yeah. I yeah, I was talking I don't know about what's happening there. in the world anymore. I feel like he's one of those guys that just makes shit happen. And he's a really nice guy. So anyway, it's also weird to me that that Mick Jagger is now doing that um that that silver ro- uh, robot thing on down at Fisherman's Wharf where you give him a quarter and he does the robot and You know, people silver. are trying new stuff. There's no <laughs> Nobody knows how to right. monetize anything anymore, no. so they're just trying to do whatever they can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, and also I saw, uh, I saw. That's interesting because Bill Wyman went up at Tiger Lily the other night. So <laughs> the former bass player for the Stones went up at Tiger Lily. It's a is that so? Were you show were you thinking all that time since I said that of that, or did you were you just trying to think of something and that came to you? I mean, it's a combination of both. <laughs> It's like I, I'm looking at the menu and I ordered two of those. Have you ever seen our show at UCB called Slow Thoughts? <laughs> we go out and we do improv, but we'll ask for a suggestion and then we will like freeze for Here's a while. Thing, Greg, we'd we'd, we'd just love to have me. you come punch up our script, but we can't wait for your ideas until tomorrow. Do you understand what we're saying? Like, I don't. Anyway. 
So, um, Bronger, Dave Hill, um, a singer-songwriter from San Francisco named Tao Wen, this uh, um, really talented girl who sang a Lucinda Williams song, but she sounded like Pavement. It was really good. Um, myself and Bruce McCullough from Kids in the Hall. He was the last. So all was it all white people then? So this is a racist show. This is a racist. I think somebody mentioned Baron Vaughn, but yeah, for the most part, this it was is a all racist show. No, well, she Tao was is uh, was a woman. Which hang on, <laughs> you so know that women aren't another race, right? <laughs> <laughs> really, how much time have you spent with them? Hey, oh, well, good night, everybody. Good night. You've been listening to Craig Shoemaker. <laughs> oh my God, I hope the Corolla guys don't get upset about that. <laughs> He's also a sexist. We'll get oh, into that in a minute. We'll get into that in a minute. Jesus Christ. We'll get into that in a minute. People are so stupid. Um, and uh, it was really, really fucking good. It was really a good show. And um, uh, so, but Bruce McCullough, I don't know very well, but I was a Kids in the Hall fan. But oh, I, I also... I was a big Kids in the Hall fan. But I came to them because I was a shadowy man on, a, on the Shadowy Planets fan more so, and they did the theme song. They're a surf band from... Canada. Wait, what? Shadowy men from a shadowy planet. Oh, okay. So you're saying, what does that have to do with Kids in the Hall? They wrote the Kids in the Hall theme song. Oh, okay. How did I? I couldn't figure out what you were saying. Yeah, because I think you were putting together words, and I, I think they were. Confusing. Well, it's complicated for me sometimes because I may not even be. I might be just talking about the Pixies. It, it may have been the fact that the band's name is really long and stupid. Just pick the Shadow Men. I don't need your giant explanation of where you're from and what you're like. Just pick it's a just the name, name of. I think it's just from a movie. Yeah, but so pick part of it. I don't need your gigantic name. Well, I mean, I, they don't really need your help. Like, they had a fine career. Oh, I think they do. And then the bass player I died. think they do. Just like Man or Astro Man. Take it down a little bit. Take it down a right. notch. How about just Astro Man? How about just Man? What the fuck's wrong with that? I don't know. I Rainy, man. Man, or Astro Monarchs, man, Rainy Monarchs man or Astro Man are great. Man or Astro Man are great. I know, but... Rainy Monarchs is a great name. But let's let's take the name down a little bit. Do you want to just take it to Raining? No, Rainy Monarchs is fine. I'm talking about Man or Astro Man. I, you know, people need. What to about come, shadowy men from if a shadowy planet? If you have planet. a fucking band, right? Come to me first, and I'll just give a yay or nay. If so imagine, not, if imagine dragons had come to me, they would be in a whole different area right now. Well, so then you're not a fan of the bands, and and then you will know us by our trail of dead. Fuck, man, I love that band, but Jesus Christ, you guys! First of all, in my iTunes, there I have two different labels for them because one of their albums is called "And You Will Know Us." By the trailer of dead, and the other one is called dot dot dot, and you'll notice from the trailer <laughs> right. fucking dead. So if you are ever sleeping and you feel someone punching you in the chest, what is that called? The three dots, an ellipsis, an ellipsis, right? I hope so because I just said it. Or is that a car? I'm pretty tired. I think ellipsis is a car. The yeah, Mercury, yeah, yeah. the Mercury ellipsis. <laughs> it might be. I believe it's a Ford Eclipse. I'm thinking of, but it doesn't matter. The point is, I'm trying to make is. Canadians, and I mean this, and I and I know we have Canadian followers, listeners, and, and I people. and I and I want you to take this as a compliment. You're Canadians come off; they have a lot of charm. Uh huh. I feel like and you're they not, seem incredibly I like, kind. Yeah, I feel like this might not be a compliment. They're dark, like they're, they're dark motherfuckers. So you're talking about black people? No, their souls are. They are. Well, now you're racist. Bruce McCullough's whole story. He did uh, The Real Me by The Who, I don't, which the I don't band th- sort of slammed I into. So Bruce McCullough tells a story about the day he beat his father up. Yeah, and but who hasn't? Tell if he's, that's Canada. He, he, you legally have to do that at a certain age to be able to leave the here's house. Here's how he ended this story. So then my father died in a trailer by himself. Well, that's and exactly wa- what him. happens if you beat him up. He goes, my father fortunately died in a trailer. My father died last year. In a trailer by himself watching Sesame Street. And the only bummer about that Wait, is he left what? all of his money to the letter H. Did he beat <laughs> Because he's funny as fuck. Did but it was beat, a true story. Did he beat it was him a into dark a vegetative state? About, yeah, like you never kinda understood why he wanted to beat his dad up, but he really no he didn't. He actually ended, ended up he had, he actually he had planned to beat his dad up and his dad came in and sat down on the bed while he was listening to the Who. And said, so this is a pretty good song. It was a weird story. But it was so fucking dark. Like, they're dark. Like, Canadians I don't think up, they are, though. No, they are dark. Jim Carrey, fucking dark and crazy. Dark and fucking crazy. Ca- you can't compare Jim Carrey. I think Jim Carrey is without a nation. That's how are fucked up he is. Are you telling me 
but Are Ian Bag that Norm Macdonald Ian Bag's dark. What? Come on, Bag fucking that's the thing I'm saying. Ian Bag comes off like you see him on stage like that is the funniest, goofiest, charmingest guy, and then inside yeah. is just fucking a pit of hell. <laughs> All of them. The girl that modeled for us the other day, her name is Andrea Wash. She sang for a band called The Weeknd, and then she's in a band called Digital Daggers, and she couldn't have been funnier and darker the whole time. Tim Conlon's a friend of mine. He's an actor. Dark. Dark. They're not all fucking no, dark. No, they're dark. They are all dark. There's yeah. something There's something a little bit inside of them. There's something. Maybe it's the cold. Michael J. Fox? Dark. What? Dark. He's dark. That guy's like a happy little puppy. No, he's not, dude. That party guy partied hard. He was dark. He's dark. He's always dancing. Canadians, why are you dark? Why are you black on the inside? There's something what? about them. I, they, I'm they not involved stories. in this conversation. You are. I don't believe in this. I love them. I don't believe in this at all. Do you think being dark is bad? No, but I don't believe Are Australians can... dark? No. No. Fuck no. Even when they try to be dark. You They're know happy why? happy goddamn people. They just can't. They just can't be. They're just too cool. I would say Russians are a little dark. I think Canadians are dark, and I'll tell you why. Because they stand in the shadow of the assholes, and they're good people. And eventually they're like, you know what? This is fucked. I think standing in the shadow of <laughs> assholes <laughs> is a good dark. band name. <laughs> so that one, in the shadow of assholes. <laughs> so that one is completely available. <laughs> standing in the shadow of assholes. No. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. But I guess I, maybe we just have a different interpretation of what dark is. Like I think what I mean is like on the surface they seem they 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 seem incredibly pleasant but and they the, are inside they 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 have there's there's they have trace it's like they have hard lives dark shit happens up there in Be canada oh you think dark shit happens up there like yeah. what kind of dark shit do you i don't think? know but like you know how, like dark shit happens in cold climates like i feel like there's just i you know what i don't think it's dark shit i just think drinking happens more in cold well climates. maybe i'd like an explanation and well, I know some but Canadians are gonna write. They're gonna write. And they're gonna say we're not dark. But I, I yeah. know. I know there's gonna be some that are like, "You're right," and I'll tell you why. People get Tim Hortons. If you had to drink that shit and call it coffee, Whoa. I've just upset the whole country. What the fuck did you? They like their Tim I, Hortons. They love it, dude. Why are you going after Th? I just want to see if I can stir the pot. <laughs> I'm my, like, my experience in Canada hasn't been like that at all. No, I, I'm not saying I've had bad times. I love the Canadians. I, I had a great time in Toronto, but I just feel like. But There's, you make it sound like at any time they could cut you. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. There's not a one of them up there that doesn't know how to use an axe properly. So, uh, um, what was the f same famous um, sketch uh, show that was on after uh, Saturday Night Live for years? The the Second City. Second. All those guys no, are dark. not Second City. The the Canadian one um, with Bob and Doug McKenzie and oh. Was that Second City? Am I am I totally out of my mind right now? Bob, Second City was from Chicago, wasn't it? Or did it start in... But wasn't it called SCTV? SCTV, yeah. Yeah, Second that, City It was TV. Second City TV? Are you sure it wasn't Second Canada? Um, It might have been Sad Canada. <laughs> they were all Canadian. That wasn't a dark show. Like oh, I, there was some darkness in there. You don't think Eugene Levy's dark on the inside? Martin Short? Fuck yeah. Well, Martin Short Some, inside is a is a hell beast. I know, but goddamn, is he funny? He's yeah, never but not I funny. Don't, I He's don't. funny always, and then dark. Oh, fuck, I just totally disagree with you. I think you're just full of shit. No, I think they're dark. To, I think they're dark. I think you're trying to make up stuff to it. Uh, the to only one that wasn't dark was incident. Candy, and that's why they had to kill him. Who? John Candy. Wait a minute. Are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> are you saying mm -hmm. that the Canadians killed John Candy? <laughs> yep. But he made it look like it, it was a heart attack. Well, that was easy to do because he weighed 500 pounds. <laughs> He's so good. By the way, a story I came out They're today. also, also unbelievably funny. They're Not unbelievably all of them. Funny. They're just a people. You can't no, say they're they all are. fucking. Even just, just, even their doctors are funny. <laughs> <laughs> they are hilarious. Oh, Look, I want I think this is group, racism. I want to group and stereotype a whole country. I think this is racism. I want to hear from Canadians. If you, if you. They love me. Ascribe a, something to a people then aren't you being racist no you're being complimentary or status i don't know what it is you're not but would you say that if i said they were all happy it's not a negative thing so yeah so it's only a negative thing it's still racism it's still as racism even if it's kind well all asian people are happy <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot to be happy about 
<laughs> Maybe that's not true. Uh, Kids okay, Hall was a great show, but that was very dark. Remember Kids the one where Dave Foley comes in and he's a doctor and he's just covered in blood and he just walks in and goes, you know, I got to be honest with you. I'm not that good at my job. <laughs> okay, so here's a little story. Yeah, I, I, don't remember this, I don't remember this comedian's name, but there's a comedian and he used to live with these guys in Canada. And they were, it was two guys and then they're- Harry Dupe. Their friends would come over and they'd be like, hey, we're doing these sketches. Do you want to be in our sketch group? And he'd be like, Jesus Christ. And they walk around as like a bird. And one guy would just have like a woman. And they'd just be doing these sketches in the house all the time, practicing them. And he would just sit there and look at them like they were fucking crazy. And then he moved out and said, fuck those guys. They're morons. Kids in the hall. Oh, my God. I can't even remember his name. <laughs> I mean, that's the Pete best of comedy. No, it That's isn't. almost as good as this conversation I had years ago. Phone rings. I pick it up. It's Jack Black. He's like, hey, man, you want to get together and play guitars? I'm like, dude, I'm in a band. <laughs> I don't have any conversations like that because everything I've done has been top notch mm-hmm. choices. Yeah. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Walking the Room. This one is dedicated to Melissa Etheridge. How you doing, girl? Mike Eisenstein, who I play guitar with, is currently on the road with her. And he said, it is just like hanging out with a dude. Do you play guitar with him? Or do you play guitar around him? (laughs) You know, I play it near him. (laughs) I mean, you got to admit, I'm an awesome dude just to be able to laugh at that and not cry. Disagree. Uh, No, you don't. (laughs) Manchester Orchestra is back in the studio. I mean, I like Much more important than your band. We're out of the studio. We already shot the... I mean, God damn it. The album cover is going to be so hot. The whole thing is going to be great. It's it's a great record. And now the album cover is just a picture of a possum's vagina, right? Yep. It's called PV. Okay. (laughs) Possum vagina. (laughs) We're the dumbest people. I shouldn't ever be sp- allowed. Like, at <laughs> some way, they're going to go. You know, we should probably like with guns. They should be. They should make sure who they sell microphones to. Oh fuck yeah! Microphones should very much. Yeah, be- the, with the podcasting revolution, I think it's it's come to the point where people are going to go. You know what? We should license guns. Like, not everyone should have a microphone. I think and we're a, and a and a computer. I think we're now at the point where there's too many podcasts. Everyone's starting a podcast. It's. I mean, people are like, I guess I should start one. That's literally what's happening. <laughs> Comedians are like, oh, fuck, I guess I should have one. So now a lot of podcasts sound like this. Oh, fuck, here it is. So <laughs> you're interested in my life. Uh, I love baseball. Wag, 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 wag. Um, uh, so yesterday or the day before. I know. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, did, when people started doing like... Um, What's that? What was that? Uh, not CB radio, but what's the other uh, kind ham? of radio? Ham radio? Yeah. Was where, that you like just, thing? where you just like, talked into a ham and it somehow t- transmitted it? I mean, yeah. Was ham radio before CB radio? Yeah. I had a, uh, my mom had a boyfriend. Like, is this going to be ham radio at some point? Who used to touch me. What? I was trying to open up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, <laughs> my mom had a boyfriend who used to have a CB radio in his car and he would talk on it. which I always found charming as like a 10 year old boy. But as an adult, I think he was a fucking weirdo. Did he say breaker breaker one nine? All that shit. All that shit. Talking to truck drivers. How great must it have been for truck drivers who had a way to communicate with each other (laughs) to have every jackass in the fucking world, get one and start talking. Hey, breaker breaker. How you doing out there? I'm trying to get to the fucking rest stop. (laughs) Breaker breaker. What you doing right now? Sleeping bro. Sleeping in my truck. How about you shut the fuck up? Breaker breaker. I'm heading down to seven 11 to give myself a slurpee. Okay, dude. Fucking great. I'm actually using this as part of my job. <laughs> breaker, breaker, where you at now? Look, I'm coming off my speed and I'm putting her head in a bag. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so I'm sitting at my dining room table, which is right next to uh, the driveway that 
of the building next door. Yeah. And I see someone walk by who isn't f- uh, familiar. Like, you you know the body shapes of the people who live there. You go, okay, that's Stephanie or that's Jeremy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a dude walks by and he's holding something. And I'm like, was that a baby? Like, he had his, you know, you have your arm like in that, that, that sort of shape where you're like cupping a baby's head. Sure. Like that shape. Yeah. And I was like, did someone just walk by with a baby? Mm-hmm. And why the fuck would someone be walking by with a baby at three o'clock in the afternoon? Right. It's just a weird thing. No one back there has a baby. There's no Did baby somebody people. leave a baby back there? So, or maybe someone's dropping off a baby. Maybe it was baby drop-off day. You know, they have those safe well, zones. Well, I mean, do you know where babies come from? Well, <laughs> they come from behind your house, you <laughs> oh, dummy. Fuck, that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, maybe my maybe behind that's my house. That's where we got ours. Maybe it's a baby drop-off zone. Maybe it's a safe zone for dropping off babies, just like the fire department, except you can put it out back in the parking lot. Then do they like do they drop them off like do people drop them from the sky like when they when we drop food down on the Ethiopians? I think the, I think the legal do we do that? I think the do we drop it on them or near them? <laughs> because if you've ever dropped a ham on an Ethiopian from an airplane, <laughs> it's pretty fucking great. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> Is that the same thing as ham radio? <laughs> I mean, you haven't lived until you've seen a honey baked explode <laughs> explode on a hungry Ethiopian. <laughs> Shit is hilarious. You <laughs> barely get it out. Oh my god. How? How oh am I god. not going to hell? <laughs> Holy fuck. What just happened? That's almost as I mean, it's not as bad as the blood on Ellen's pussy, but it's so close. You know in what? It's a tastelessness. It's just I've said this before, just watch my documentary, Ethiopian Ham Drop. <laughs> oh just You know what that does sound like? Uh, that sounds like an iPhone. Like that sounds like a game. <laughs> that sounds like Candy Crush. Can you imagine if someone made that? <laughs> I feel like they would get negative publicity. <laughs> I don't think the reviews would be good, but I do think people would <laughs> buy it. Until you while. played it, and then you're like, "Holy fuck!" I mean, you could. Here's the thing: you can pick the food that you drop, and you can pick pick the people you drop it on. Yes. So you could. It could be Swedish ham drop, you, or Swedish turkey drop. You could drop it on just crackers, people, white people. Crackers on white people? No, you drop it on. You drop ham on crackers. Well, that sounds terrible. I want to drop it on people. I'm talking about white people. But there's no white people in your equation. You're just yeah. They're dropping... called crackers. Oh, people are. Oh, fuck. I hate everything about what you just did with that <laughs> delightful, delightful riff. So, <clears throat> dude walks by with the ham in that shape, and I go, "What the fuck was that?" So I peek out the window. And I see Papa Hobotang and two baby Hobotangs. Come on. Now, they've moved. What are you talking about? They don't live across the street anymore. You got to be shitting me. They've, mo- they've been gone Whoa. for like a year. When, when was the last time we heard about Hobotangs? They've been gone. I did see them about a month and a half ago walking on the other side of the street. And instead of saying, hey, I put my fucking head down. Because I didn't want them to come over and like take the sunglasses off my head or try to remove my hair or right, whatever right. they're gonna try and steal from me. Yeah, yeah. Because they're, hey, they're fucking. Open your, are you gonna open your garage door? Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, like people don't know Hobotangs. They steal shit. They 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 take everything. So they they used they, to they used they, to go across the street and they would they would take oranges, oranges from, from the neighbor my neighbor's tree. And then we we said, oh, they're like they're up and they're up in the trees like fucking orangutans. But they're But then we also said they were like above ground bums, like they're like hobos. So hobotang. So they became hobotangs. So now the last and then time we wear the hobotang. <clears throat> the last time very popular shirt. We saw the hobotangs. They had moved because there were four of them, a two boys, I think now uh, five and two. And uh, and the parents living in a one bedroom apartment, so that's not great. <clears throat> so they moved to a two bedroom apartment. So I hadn't seen him in ages. So the hobo tang is with his fucking kids, and he's got a bag, and he goes straight for the fucking orange tree. What the fuck? Straight the fuck for it. And now I'm like, well, what should I do? Should I go out there yeah. and start talking to him? But yeah. I didn't because I had to go pick up Finn, and I did want to get into a long conversation about how they're buying a tree farm or they're renovating a boat <laughs> right or right, they're right. buying or a they're bar making, or they're making a they're gonna make a boat that they're gonna put a french fry restaurant <laughs> on. they're gonna have a french fry restaurant on a boat <clears throat> and i don't and i don't want to know if they've gotten into copper so they just bolted over to the tree straight to the tree which is basically their tree now right so now i noticed no one's climbing the tree which is odd behavior right for a hobo tank family 
Then I see dad, and he's got like a cat. How much does a fucking orange cost these days? <laughs> that is exactly what the tree owner said to me the next day. Oh, you're kidding. He's like, they supposedly have money. They have rental homes in, in Ohio that they rent out. They're supposed to have all the savings. They have money. Why the fuck are they taking oranges from my tree? They scare my wife. That's fucking crazy. So he, so the neighbor, so the guy knows. But they don't want to get into a confrontation because they don't want it to turn weird. You don't know what it's the fuck a hobo is. weird. Gonna, but you know, you can't get into a confrontation with people who know where you live because then they could come fuck shit up. They could come. But that means anybody could just walk into your house and go, look, man, I'm taking this. You don't want to get in a confrontation with me, do you? Well, you're in my house. Well, if they're in your house, it's different and you can shoot them. It's America. It's America. Or you can put, you can drive a mop through their eye hole or whatever thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not the not the wait not the minute, business minute, end of a mop, the other end of a mop. <laughs> oh my God. You can't actually drive the business end of a mop through a human eye. <laughs> if you're strong enough, you, you can. can try the, the other end, the handle end. <laughs> Trust me. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so So one end of a mop is for business <laughs> and the other end is for pleasure. Correct. Uh, you put the if pleasure end in the eye. Read the manual. The pleasure end can go in a lot of places, but it can also be used to put out an eye. Yeah. It's good for uh, Do all a lot holes. of people use the pleasure end? The pleasure end of a mop? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty uh, pretty popular, particularly in prison. I wish we had talked about that mop last week when we talked about that uh, that dad fucking the mom or the kid fucking the... When we talked about Hop on Pop. Oh, Hop on Pop yeah. with a mop. Yeah. So Father Hobotang, Papa Hobotang has his hand... It's wrapped up in white and, it's, and it, it looks like it's in a cast shape, but it's not. It's clearly like gauze. It's like... He's hurt himself. Or a, or he's burned himself or whatever uh, the fuck happened. Or he's just leaking. He could be leaking. <laughs> you don't know what's happening with that arm. Right. That shit could be Staff weeping. Yep. And the two kids are trying to jump up and grab oranges, but they're too small. So it's just a delightful thing to witness. It's just nature at its best. I love it. And then the woman, who who the husband and wife, she comes out, or he sees her and yells to her through the window. Something like that happens. And then she comes over and he's like, oh, hey, you know, I just thought I'd come get a couple of oranges. And she's like, okay. And he goes, you know, I, I'm having a hard time getting them because of my arm. <clears throat> it's broken. I fell down and shattered my pinky and I need surgery. And then I fell down. Look at my face. <laughs> it's all swollen up. And he's like got cuts and bruises on his face because he fell down. And then his, he just fell and is broke a, a big part is of him. Is he a crack addict? Oh, fuck, I don't know. So then, it's, then she goes, oh my God, how did that happen? And he goes, I have really low blood sugar and I fell and I couldn't like put my arm. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Like I'm not a doctor, so I don't know what any of this means. Now, but, I'm going to take a, I'm going to, years ago, uh-huh. uh, I lived, my, uh, my friend Laura Milligan who was in our band and one of our friends. Yeah. She had this apartment up on La Brea. And when we would come to Los Angeles, we'd all stay there. And she lived across the hallway in an open courtyard from a girl named Inger Laurie, who was the lead singer of a band called The Nymphs that were around for a few minutes. Uh-huh. And one day, her and her boyfriend came back from the store, I'm putting that in quotes, uh -huh. and they were both bloody in the face. Uh-huh, oh yeah. And they'd fallen off their bicycle. But what had really happened was they got beat up buying heroin. Well, and they told a really like, that they you know what happened? And you know why they fell down? Why they fell off their bike? Why? Their blood sugar was low. <laughs> like, that's the shit junkies come up with. Like, that story is, like, if even if you fall down, you don't usually, like, just crash your face and you break your hand. Like I don't know how to put my hands out. Have you ever seen that ad where that woman said, I've fallen and I can't get up? At yeah. least she has the fucking tenacity to well, fucking make a, a call. She's usually leaning on an elbow. She's not just laying with her face she's on the ground. She's picking herself up off the fucking ground. <clears throat> so you say there's something yeah, more there's something to the story. Yeah, something druggy about this. Yeah, because why else? Why is he stealing oranges? I, I don't feel like... I think like, that family's got some... I, I think there's some drugs. Like, I feel like... I don't feel like fruit poaching goes along with drugs. No, it does because it's just like weird living. It's like, oh, man, we better go get some oranges. It sounds <laughs> druggy to me. Yeah, it's druggy to me. Okay, so then you're not going to like this part. Tell me about it. So, <laughs> older boy Hobotang also yeah. fell down and broke his arm and had to have surgery. What? Yeah. 
He's better now, but that's what he said. How did he fall down? I, I assume low blood sugar. <laughs> so these guys without their oranges. Right. That's fucking, the fucking point. They can't stay upright. They've been stealing so oranges. orange junkies. For so long, they've been stealing oranges <laughs> that if they don't have a regular <laughs> dose, and not just any orange, they can't go to Trader Joe's and buy a fucking orange. They have to get them from the source. It's got to have the nutrients of the Los Angeles ground, the dirt and the oil that comes along with being next to Dude, a what parking happened lot. to your arm? Dude, I hobo tanked. Right? So I there's mean, some fucked up shit going fucking, on? That's so The hobo tank mystery? But wait a minute. To me, that sounds like a social services story. I don't know. You can't... Just because a kid has a broken arm, you can't automatically say... And the say, dad also has a broken arm and both their faces are Well, maybe up. they got into a fist fight. You ever He's see, a baby. You ever seen a 32-year-old guy fight a five-year-old? <laughs> I have. I paid for it. That shit is legal in Nevada. <laughs> it's called man boy cage fights. Oh my god, man Rogan, boy cage fucking fight. Rogan is Love, the it's, it's his deal, huh? Yeah. Man boy cage fights. Yeah. By the way, Rogan looks like a watermelon. He's <laughs> wow. now got a giant round shaved head. Yeah. Yeah. He has a show on about about it's called Joe Rogan ask questions or something on Sci-Fi, and they go out and they just go, "Hey, what do you know about Bigfoot?" And then they try and find Bigfoot, and then they don't, and then. Well, we asked the kind question. Kind of like a MythBusters, right? Yeah, but there's no myth busting at all. It's there's no they're not busting. Well, myths. he's going after like the foil hat crowd, right? No, he's not going after anybody. Tinfoil hat crowd. He, he is the tinfoil hat crowd. He supports it, and he goes, "Man, we didn't find it, but it's out there, right?" Like that's that's the conclusion of his thing. Hey, we asked a question, we didn't find it, but we also didn't say the question's gotten got an answer that's no. <laughs> question question still might have a yes. I'm Joe Rogan. <laughs> the answer still might be yes. Are there ghosts? Nope. Yep. The answer still might be yes. <laughs> Is there life on the other side of death? Nope. That's just frenetic brain activity right before you die. Nope. That's wrong. The original uh, title of the show was uh, not wrapping it up in a bow. <laughs> oh my God. No conclusion. That's crazy. Um, we don't want to get him mad at us because uh, yeah, he'll, he'll wrestle. Us. He'll fucking kill us. So, um, so, that's, so, so my wife, my wife, comes home sure and she goes crickets is two blocks away what are you talking about why how do they all come back well crickets has been pretty normal for uh i mean fairly normal i did i did tell you why did she gets she gets a drunk occasionally and falls down but she's not like her behavior is nothing like it was before she's not parking in everyone's driveway she's not like just doing crazy shit anymore she's a fairly normal neighbor so my wife comes home and goes Crickets is walking two blocks away in a robe. I go, what do you? I go, okay, what? And she goes, yeah, and you can like see her, you can see her business. Wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. Here's what's happening. It's been so long since she's had a cricket. And she's literally brought her business outside and said, please, for God's sake. Crickets some, jump up just in my vagina. Please, I need to. Well, we, so if you don't know the story of crickets, Dave is a neighbor. She has 19 vaginas and she feeds them crickets. It's we don't know absolutely, why. We may have made that point. <laughs> that might not also be the truth. But the point is, she but has you, a lot of sex. She did. Yeah. Um, I, don't think she, I don't think she is hitting it anymore as much as she did. Is she still painting? No. She's like working out now and like. Yeah, but why is she standing in the row with a robe? Okay, open? that's the part I don't fucking know. It wasn't open. It was it was such a short robe that you could like see a little bit of ass and stuff like that. Like it was just a lady walking. Is she around. still there? What do you mean? Is she still there? Can we go see it now? Oh no, this was days ago. I think she actually moved from the spot she was in. <laughs> that's a yeah. shame. She's not just she's not like a statue. She's like a human <laughs> being who was wearing a short robe. You're getting you're getting her confused with a statue, right? I'm getting her confused with Mick Jagger. He works down at the Grove and he puts the silver on and does the thing. So anyway, so yeah, so she was just fucking walking around in a tiny robe with nothing on underneath. And then I saw her later and I was I was like, Hey, what are you doing? And she's like, uh, this is my friend Susie's just down the street and I was like you should I don't know clothes no just fucking weird is she weird is she on something sometimes I think she is I think she was before I feel like you live in a crack house (laughs) 
Oh, I sell crack. Did I not tell you that? Part? <laughs> I get yeah, it all yeah, mixed. Oh dealer. man, I, I didn't sell, understand uh, that. I thought you were gonna write for Marin. Yeah, no, I sell crack. Oh, is that what writing for Marin means? Both. I can do both. Oh, that's amazing. You can sell for you can sell for oh, Marin and write like, crack. You're like permanent midnight. You're Jerry Stahl. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong Jay with Stahl it. Jerry Stahl too. He's a good man. Um. So you guys, uh, if you live in Los Angeles, please come on August twenty third. Patton Oswalt uh, at the Nerd Melt Theater in Fairbanks. Los Angeles. Maybe Chris Fairbanks will do 9 p.m. Maybe he'll talk like a bird again. Uh, you can get tickets at Brown Bag. Yep. Uh, also, if you're in Australia or another place and you cannot actually physically come to the show, this is on a Friday night, the 23rd, at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which would be like Which two is like your lunchtime. To Saturday in Melbourne, and then you know midnight when you're coming home all boozy uh, on the East Coast, um, Ireland, you're totally out of fucking luck. Um, unless you want to get up at 5 a.m. or whatever. So uh, you can go to laughter.com. Yeah, I, I think we're charging five bucks. You got to buy their little uh, tokens or whatever they are, and then you and then with that you can buy a ticket, and you can give to the donate to the rewards. I think you can just donate or whatever. I don't know. Uh, and then, so some people asked us, hey, if I buy this, what about the audio download? And we didn't really think of that, but I don't think it's fair to charge you twice. So if you do buy it and you want um, to get the download instead of buying it again, you can just just shoot an email to walkingtheroom at gmail.com and just show proof of purchase or whatever, like take a screenshot or or the email you get from them. And I'll just keep tabs of who is uh, who's bought it, and we'll send you a download. How about that, bitch? That sounds really good. And that then, sounds really good. And then LAPodfest.com. Uh, Go buy yourself a ticket for October 4th through 6th. Yeah, and I'll have some tour dates next. Uh, I have some dates coming up. I'm going to be in Portland. I'm going to be in Denver. Uh, I'm going to be in Atlanta. Uh, so I have some dates coming up and um, then there'll be music news and there'll be some touring going on and uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, go to a store merchandise, pick up something, buy something. You don't have to, but if you want to, it's there. We got, it's we good. got the new, uh, we got the new getter done lighters in um, and, um, and we have the uh, Craig Shoemaker right sandal. Now ben Steichleather, by the way, is making a guitar. He's customizing a guitar for me. So much gayer than the last one. Even you can't gayer say than the that. last one. You can't remember how mad people got this week when you said Here's gay. Here's the thing. Gay what? is a thing. It's a positive thing. It's like it's a bo- there's a buoyancy to it. Also, I called my I th- are own you show. Of- I called my own show, my TV show. Yeah. I called it gay. Right. It was also very gay positive. We had gays and transgenders on the show. You also so, had a gay EP and um Yeah, I don't look I don't see the word as an insult. I don't think it is a put down. I see it as like a thing. It's like a buoyant thing. If it offends like you, I floaty. apologize. But there's no way anybody knows that we're not a gay positive show. We've always said promote. So those dudes who took me to task for saying that that my talk show, I was on Dana Gould's podcast, gay. and I said my I said my yeah. show was gay, and they're like, we're gonna, we, we did yeah, they're gonna they were trying to get an attack posse. They were gonna get an attack posse going on. Here's the thing: if you want to get an attack posse going on. And have them be mad at me. If you go after me, you can't then block me. Like oh, so oh they blocked you. They blocked me. Oh, I blocked them. I was gonna block the guy, and he'd already blocked me. What a fucking coward! Because I wrote him back, and I said, first I wrote back, I didn't understand what he's saying. I said, what? And then I wrote back and said, hey guy, I can call myself and my show gay if I feel like it, and we had gays on the show. You so, know, I, so, so good luck with that. And I, then he, then he also I, wrote. I think I took a lot of, I'm an, I don't know. He said something, he sort of admitted that he was being a dick, but he was, didn't admit it to me. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't give a shit, but you know. I hope I hope they were fans of this podcast. And uh, when I blocked them and told them to fuck off, I hope that that hurt them. And I hope that um, they never listen to this podcast again if they do listen. Sound good? I don't think they do. I don't, I hope they do. And I hope they're uh, somehow hurt by us talking about them. I, I would like too. to cause them a little bit of pain. Yeah, I was bored by it. As it was happening. If they were near me, I would sick my Canadian on them. Oh, fuck. I'd go so black. Yep. We keep our Canadian in a cage. You All know right. how we do it. So, uh, Glitter. That's it. Glitter done. done.